All right, you're about to hear us talk about how you can build a bigger, more toned, muscular butt. Uh, in the episode, we talk about the best MAPS programs to do so, and we all decided that doing MAPS anabolic and then transitioning to MAPS aesthetic would be your best bet. This is about six months of exercise programming. At the end of it, you will have a more developed butt. So what we've done is we put them together in a build your butt bundle. The entire thing 20% off the normal price. Plus, we've included some special butt building programming. Uh, we call it the Butt Builder Blueprint. It's included for free. You go to mindpumpmedia.com, check out the Build Your Butt Bundle, 20% off with the free bonus, the Butt Builder Blueprint. If you want to pump your body and expand your mind, there's only one place to go Mind Pump. Mind Pump. With your hosts, Sal Stefano, Adam Schaefer, and Justin Andrews. We just recently aired an episode. We were joking around talking about uh, body parts that women find most attractive. Mm. And then I made the comment <laughs> that uh, a big chest, a big muscular chest on a man mm. is not in the top five mm. body parts of, that women would consider most sexy. Like if women listed top 10 sexy body parts on a man, chest would be there, but it wouldn't be top five. That's what I said. And uh, we're, we're talking about five, right? <laughs> Because huh? arms technically is arms, right? Yeah. yeah what, what's left? Basically, yeah, the abs, I guess you're right. Arms, yeah. legs. <laughs> I guess you're right, dude. How many things are left? Hold on, it's sure. like head. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> he's like I, you know, Hair. definitely, yeah. definitely. Uh, that was my point. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> like chest, it's kind of a big area. It is, isn't yeah. it? Okay, yeah. well, but anyway, someone posted on the forum and they posted some surveys that uh, there were some articles. I guess this, this has been done before. Oh, and, I didn't uh, see someone did that. Already someone in posted. Oh, yeah. There, there was there was a survey. Wrong. There was a survey. Oh, they're trying to say we're wrong. Yeah. Oh, then you it's are. totally false. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Uh, people people always try to get to Sal's did defense. It's not yeah. about defense. Dude, even when we did the so we did a post. I on, got you. Hold on. Let me. <laughs> we, we, I got it. I got it. Sal, dude, we we did a post on calves and we already did the calf comparison and yeah. Sal got smoked and then somehow I got pushed back down to the bottom of the worst calves again. Like, how did that work? I fought so hard to 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 win. <laughs> And then I won, I, and then now I, I'm already... Uh, I do as, remember that. As soon as Sal throws a jab, mm. like, it's not as bad as Adam's cast. I was like, whoa, wait a second. This motherfucker just pushed me back down on the bottom. I worked so hard to get ahead of him. Number one, that's joking. Hey. Number <laughs> two... What have you done for me lately? This was the true one. The true one. They did a survey. Oh, okay. You're going to have to... You're gonna have to we're gonna, we need, like, a new, like... Uh, when I'm wrong, I'm joking. <laughs> okay. That's, that's, <laughs> <laughs> don't forget. No, they did. They did a survey among women. It was, like, a like hundred and something college women. And they, they, and chest wasn't, uh, which is all women. Yeah. Really? Huh? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, hundred women. Can, fill me in because I women. actually didn't see this on the forum. I, I, I missed this. Tell yeah. Me. It was posted there. And actually, you know what? I'll just fucking see yeah, if I can. Yeah. 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 Let's do I mean, it. Obviously, we have some people, a lot it's of like people that listen like that aren't on there. So, let them in a little bit here. Yeah. I don't know. Let's find this. This is the type of shit that goes on in the forum. <laughs> let's see if I can find it now. <laughs> Great. take a while. Now it's going to take a little well, while. Why don't you guys talk about Give me the cliff notes. You can't give me the clip. Like, what were the top three? Can I tell me, please? I don't remember. Arms and back, abs, shoulders, core. Yeah. Uh, but back was above it. Back was. I remember saying that it, yeah. it was. It, it Maybe in that. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I I, st I still don't believe that. Well, it, we, okay, I feel so like what, they didn't present them. With what the right was number options. one? Can you guys remember what number one is at least? I, Jesus, no, I don't. Oh my God, no, you guys are worthless. I don't. No, remember. Just, I didn't read it. I'm just. I'm and just. There's some really you guys obscure are. ones. Like <laughs> I like. Oh here, I got jawline. It. I got it. Hold on. Hold I like on. a man's lips. Okay, so this like, is what? actually this is actually published by uh, Muscle and Fitness, which kind of gives it negative points because that's yeah. a stupid publication. Well, they're all dumb. But this is the ten most attractive body parts ranked by women, and they did a research poll. Let me see. Uh, 
boo, 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 boo. let's see. I can't remember who they asked. Anyway, let's go through the body part, shall we? <laughs> number one, abs. Okay. So that's the first I, I one. I believe that. Yeah. Number two, the butt. The generous posterior. See, that's... That wow. was number two body part that women found attractive wow. in a man. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, I feel like the landscape maybe has changed. You wow. know what, it though? Has, right? so that wasn't. That wasn't... I actually remember reading um, a science Back in the article. days, girls just assumed guys didn't have asses. Did they? Yeah, I really think so. I read. Yeah. I read an article. I don't I, know, dude. Baseball pants. I always used to get that. And well, like football. Yeah. Well, you always had, always you, like you've always it. had a horse ass. You guys like. I was like, I'm a human being. <laughs> Not just a Stop horse ass. Smacking it. Listen, you got to think about what these body parts convey to the to the to the woman from an evolutionary standpoint. Powerful hips means. You're probably a good hunter and provider. Oh, like, that's not what I was thinking when you just said that. <laughs> they're, like, they're good drivers. Yeah, I was say, powerful hips to me. Does that when you first boom. see a man with boom, powerful boom, hips? Boom. I know what that means. <laughs> bing, 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 bing. Yeah. Uh, number three, strong shoulders. Mm-hmm. Wow, shoulders. Huh? Shoulders. I number four. That. I mean, I could agree with that. Number four, the back. No. Number five, arms. Number six, chest. God damn it! I, that's so false. I was, yeah. I don't hey, s- listen. I'm not yeah. arguing with science. You can try if you want. If you want, if you want. I mean, I don't know how many people that was was. was you know in this about pool. controls and studies. So, so, like, so we then asked, I pull we up asked a, our ten girlfriends. Yeah, from, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Who are these girls? Yeah. Who just so happen to be? They all follow. Let Sal. me let me see what their attractiveness well, no, 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 no. are of these girls. So that's I, another factor. So then I pulled up. I, I found another <laughs> survey. You're ugly, They're all you're, just, ugly, <laughs> you're ugly. You like yeah, different body parts. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's, that's a whole other hey, variable like to consider. <laughs> <laughs> so then I pulled up. Check this out. I pulled up another survey by GQ, and they asked 108 women. Let's ask supermodels. And huh? listen, and they asked, and number number one was arms amongst this survey. Okay, see, that's what I said was number first. two. I, I agree with that. We number, said arms. We said arms and abs is yep, what we said. Number, number two was shoulders on this one. Number Which three, number three on this one was back, and number four was what they said the V cut. What the fuck that means? It's the core. It's still abs. V cut. Yeah, whatever. It's still abs. Though. Then abs next. That's no chest. chicks the like top that. Of the chest. Chicks into like the, the abs. Chicks like the V, that dude. That, yeah, but that, V is chest into. If abs. you got abs, you got the V, and yeah. vice versa. Know, yeah, right. If you got the V, right. you got abs. Yeah. You know yeah. if, you yeah. can, if you can see that line, abs only look good when there's a shelf over it. By the way, you know I'm saying. By the way, according to this survey of GQ. The second to last body part, I swear to God, I'll send this to you guys, that women found attractive was the chest. Well, son of a bitch. You know what? I'm going to stop doing chest like Sal. <sighs> well, there we go. I'm just going to start skipping that day yeah. now. I don't skip. All back. It just doesn't grow. On. Huh? There's a big yeah. difference. Yeah. So anyway, bro, it's, I like to. I like bro, to, it's never in a grow if you're doing 15 pound dumbbell flies. Uh, I see you. Over, bro. <laughs> no, yeah. I'm gonna videotape myself now. <laughs> I over and I'm like, hey, are you doing a focus session? No, he's like, no, it's foundational. It's day heavy, today. heavy day. Oh, this is foundational <laughs> yeah. day over here with 15 pound dumbbell flies. Uh, <laughs> what maps program did you write? Uh, <laughs> all right. All right, I see how it is. But anyway, but but always measures very highly. I'm I'm. You know what? Where would you guys say? You know, we did this whole thing on guys. What would you guys pick for? What are your top three body parts Ooh. for a female? Uh, now, besides the obvious, like face, smile, that kind of shit, like no, just no, no. physical body parts, muscles. Sorry, let's say muscles. Okay. What are your three favorite muscles? Oh, so uh, ass is number. It's got to be number, number one. one. Just the posterior chain in general has got to be number one. I love a really nice uh, lower back. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know when you see on a woman where you can see her erector spinae muscles and it kind of goes in where the spine is in. It's a very mm. nice low back area. Yeah, butterfly tattoo. <laughs> I think that looks very nice. Something Would you like agree that, that uh, 
uh, it has a nice little reservoir. Well, would you agree too that sometimes like a little mm, bit of poor posture looks better, like a girl that has like an excessive anterior pelvic tilt in that. And by excessive, I mean more than neutral, not like like um, her butt sticks out a little bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, yeah. it's just you know, it's just yeah. use a little easy access. <laughs> Sneak up. Yeah. Beep, beep. Okay, so butts number one. Yes, butts got to be number but one. one. Okay, two. Uh, I like the low back area. Okay, so you're gonna call mm. the Richter spinae as, as yeah. You call okay. okay. Um. God, what else? What no, would I? Sure what would I? Because I like one. everything else too, man. I don't know. Uh, hamstrings or quads? I think. I don't mm. know. Really nice hamstrings look good on a girl, don't they? I think we can all agree. Number one is butt. Wouldn't you? Wouldn't you consider legs in general? Right? Just legs in general. Yeah, yeah. that's kind of that's kind of unfair though, because hamstrings and quads are very different. They and, are. And, and, you know, you can have mm. great quads and not a ham, not hamstrings. Yeah. Right. So I, I would Some say on a girl, really great nice hamstring, calves. great hamstrings, really, really, because the hamstring tucks underneath the glute, and you can see a, a girl with a nice ass and hamstrings is like yeah. that's a that's a winning combination yeah. right there. I, you know, I actually like uh, I like nice shoulders on a woman. Shoulders look good. I definitely. do. When a, when a woman has nice shoulders, it brings the arms out, uh, mm. and I, I I think it. Uh, yeah, you know, you're not that way. Mm. Huh? Okay, that's, that's good. <laughs> yeah. I like I like I, how Justin disagrees. I like no, I like no. butt, shoulders, and calves. Okay. You like calves? Yeah, I do. Calves are nice. Mainly because I don't have them, and I think that's the genetic or the. Uh, You're trying to procreate with someone yes, with big I'm calves. Like, I, okay, you got to find a woman with better calves than you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I really love that girl, but it ain't gonna work. She doesn't have calves either. Got to find yeah, them. Exactly. Got to breed them in there. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so yeah, I'd say that in that order: glutes, shoulders, and then calves for me. Yeah. Well, you know, glute kind of does it. Butt training has become like this thing where um, it's this thing now. All of a sudden, right? Women want to build a bigger butt. All of a sudden. Come well, on. I well yeah, that I, has to, let's let okay let here's I, one maybe because I'm, I've been in the industry for so long I don't remember when I first became a trainer that women came to me and said I want to build a bigger butt. I don't oh, are you serious? That. I don't remember them saying. I that. used to I used to call myself the ass man. That was like my thing. Dude. <laughs> you had it on your license so, plate, oh, like dude, Seinfeld. A, a, a client would come to me and they'd be asking, door like, lover. Oh, "You came to the right guy." They call me the ass man. They actually, call me the ass yes. man. although it has nothing to do with working glutes out. Oh my god. <laughs> No, I used, I uh, man, I got that a, a lot, a lot. Really, but they want to build a Justin, bigger butt. Yeah. Mm. Whoa, well, did you not get that as oh, yeah. female clients? That's yeah. like the number one thing. Because I remember. In the, I mean, I've I've had that more than anything else. Uh, you know, I've had more girls tell me they want to build an ass yeah, than tell me they want to lose there. weight. Well, no, let me explain because okay, like butt implants. Butt implants, they barely sold any. Not that like 10, 15 years ago. Now. Like the the trajectory of butt I think implants, it's, yeah, it's more the exaggeration. That's, what, that's a, what I'm the, saying. The definition of it's changed. Not today. to mention that, but that's not a good that's not a good indicator of what we're talking about because no. you can build a butt, you can't build tits, and like you know, fake boobs are extremely popular, and that's totally different. Well, so. my point is the style, like well, there, yeah, because you because what's happening? Okay, so well, okay, what has changed recently, and I will agree with where you're going. You hear what I'm saying, right? Is the big over exaggerated, yeah, because, like the J Lo, exactly yeah. J Lo. It became this like. The bigger, the fatter, the bigger ass you yes, have. Yes, Kim better. Kardashian. Okay, okay yeah. And then I'll music has been one. like promoting, you know, bigger butts. Um, and so now women now want to build their butts, whereas before they just wanted to tone it. And let's I be would honest, hear that all a time. lot of those asses are just fat asses, dude. Yeah. yeah. They don't Nothing even, wrong with that. Well, no, I like a fat ass too. You know what I'm saying? Like a fat ass. <laughs> yes. There's there's benefits mm. to that too. Yeah, but I, I you know there to me when 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 women say that like you want a J Lo but I'm like oh uh, well you know she didn't do a lot of work to get that butt just so you know yeah. you know yeah. that's like the guy guys that it's want the genetic. calves I see you know Jay Cutler's calves or I see someone's calves like that I'm like I want calves like that well you know it's he ain't working that much harder than you are for him he just fucking got him some of the <laughs> best I'll tell you what though some of the best 
I like how we just steamrolled over my answers. You oh, shit. <laughs> what are your top body parts, Justin? <laughs> we did. It's fine. No, I had like ass and like tummy and, you know, tummy, like, tummy, tummy, tummy. like a flat, nice. You, know, you say little, tummy, I think about Sal every time. I know, that's true. I, I don't know. I don't like seeing like, <laughs> you think about I don't like it all, you know. I don't know. I don't like the ripped look. You know what I mean? Like, I like a nice, like, everything symmetrical sort of put together. You can't say body. that. That's not fair because yeah, I yeah, agree, no, too. Because, yeah. okay, that's actually a good no, point. Because it, symmetry matters more symmetry. Than, than, than one excessive. Yes. Like, I would rather. I like calves. Well, you, you brought calves up. I'm definitely like a, looking at girls' calves and, and legs in, in general. But yeah. So I see now. I what about, what about so we can keep no, 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 no. That's a, okay. <laughs> what, forms. what Justin just Pop said. arms. What Justin just said, I think, is a very good point and something I've actually had to tell female clients before that have come to me asking to want to build certain body parts or get an excessively big butt or whatever. Right. And I try and remind them that how much sexier symmetry is than this out of proportion oh, ass. It's way better. An out of proportion ass, I would trade. You mean like one cheek bigger than the other? No, no, no. no. I oh, mean okay. by having this this abnormally <laughs> big, big ass, like a J-Lo or like that. I would rather have a girl with an ass that is proportionate to her quads, her calves, her shoulders, her arms, and her back than a girl that has like doesn't have much of a back, doesn't have much of calves, doesn't, but has this amazing big old huge ass. It is sexier to look at a symmetric bar. And let me tell you, for sure it is naked. Because in clothes, clothes do do wonders for the human body. I mean, we. The, I mean, let me. They have brought science into fucking clothing lines now. I mean, it literally has gotten to the point where I mean, Lululemon and Freddie Pants. Oh yeah, the the false I mean, science. False they can take a the worst ass you've ever seen and and make me look twice. Like, damn, dude, I would have never thought she was built <laughs> like that, and she's not built like that. You strip it down, and it looks it just comes well, apart. Some of the, <laughs> some yeah, of the just, here's yeah. the thing: the glutes are a muscle, and the best looking glutes I've ever seen on women are women who've had to build them. I've seen yeah. lots of women who had no butts then build their butts and it's like this and it just looks amazing because they built it from scratch. I don't know. It's just yeah. very lean. Yeah. It's true. Um, but we should talk about like strategies to build the glutes. Volleyball. We should, because we get butts. a lot of questions on that. You know yes. what I'm saying? On how, like what should I do? Not only strategies, but a lot of probably the myths. Uh, myths. A lot of the problems that people, um, I just recently was talking to a female who is extremely quad dominant. She can never feel her butt. She does lots of stuff. Adam's like, let me feel your yeah, butt. I'll feel it for you. <laughs> That's not what yeah. I said, dude. All right, go ahead. I just said, look, this is where you should feel it. And then I touched it and said, this is right here. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't do that. You're not activating. Yeah. No, there's a lot of people that, uh, you know, have a, have a sleepy butt. You know, and they don't know what a sleepy <laughs> what a sleepy butt looks like. <laughs> so these are all. I know, what that, I know what that means, but I've never heard that term before. <laughs> I just it just it doesn't right. fire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a sleepy. It's butt. Yeah. You have a sleepy butt. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like it's not that you don't have one. It's just sleepy. Yeah. It's just a cushion. <laughs> it's still saggy. There's not much of a neurological cushion connection going cushion. on there. Yeah. Um. You, of course, your barbell squats got to be one of your best glute King. glute builders. King. But number one. But like Adam's saying, if you have trouble firing your glutes. Then you could do lots of squats, and uh, you'll ha you'll have trouble getting development from your glutes from your squats. You'll get big quads right. from your squats. I can take somebody who's never lifted before, build a better ass on that person than somebody who's been lifting for five to ten years who's super quad dominant. That's harder. It's harder. To it's take hard to teach them. To it is if you have if you've trained your body for a long time and you've never really felt your ass sore and you've had a really hard time, it is really hard. It's really hard to get that person to get that connection back going then it is a brand new beginner who's never lifted before to get them to feel it in their yeah, glutes. Yeah, the pattern has been set. Mm -hmm. so, it's yeah, funny. I'm breaking that. I'm possible. helping someone right now with glutes and um, she's been training. She's very quad dominant 
And so I'm having her do focus sessions on the days in between her foundational workouts where she's doing things like single leg toe touches, good mornings. I'm having her do single leg hip thrusts. I'm having her do hip thrusts with both legs where she's squeezing a block between her knees to activate the adductors. Mm -hmm. And it's been about, I don't know, six weeks now. And she tells me, she's like, I can feel my butt when I walk now. And I can feel my butt when I squat. Like I couldn't feel it before. Now I'm getting my, I can feel my butt firing when I'm deadlifting. Right. Um, and that's like one of the first signs that you're waking it up yeah. is that you can finally feel it when you're doing this action. Well, exercises. let's explain what that means. I mean, I, I was joking around by saying, using the term sleepy butt, but that's true. That's what, ha- what happens is you, you stop firing. Uh, you lose that neurological, not lose it completely, but there's a less of a neurological connection. Yeah, you're, when you're doing a squat, your hips or your glutes are a prime mover. They should be a prime mover. But if your quads are extremely dominant be, for whatever reason, either because of an imbalance due to lifestyle or genetics or the way you've exercised in the past, for example, yeah. long distance runners tend to be quad dominant because they, they only train a very short range of motion Right. versus sprinters who have. I was going to say, you're not getting up depth you know in your squats or in your exercising in general like exactly not really opening up to that degree and so if you take that person and you just have them do squats their quads are going to do a lot of the work they'll get a little bit of glute uh the glutes aren't like adam was saying they're not completely shut off but they're shut off to the point where they're not going to get a lot of glute development out of the squats because it's going to go to their quads and so what you have to do with that person is you have to change the recruitment pattern make their glutes become the the prime movers again in the squat. And there's a couple strategies. One is box squats. I love box squats for Mm -hmm. this because I'll get a client who's having trouble sitting back. And by the way, a good trainer can tell if your glutes are firing based upon the way the squat looks. And and the way that a lot of the real obvious sign is you'll watch someone squatting with a barbell from the side and they'll squat down and their knees come real far forward. And these protrude quite a bit. Yeah, and their hips don't they don't sit back a lot. So you don't mm-hmm. see a lot of hip extension. So with the box, what I do is I sit them I put a box or a bench behind them. I have them get under a barbell. And then what they, what I have them practice doing is sitting back with the barbell mm-hmm. to where their hamstrings touch the, the bench before their butt even does. Then have them sit all the way down, sit down for two seconds, and then come back up. And it's getting that the glutes to fire on that descent. That's helping. I'll do the same thing, and I'll have like a you know a stick or some kind of measure in front of their knees, so they actually pay attention to that. Like, is there? Oh, like you hold it in front of their knees. Yeah, I stand there with my hand. So as soon as you feel my hand, you slide back more. And then just just like really focusing on driving that heel into the ground, like as a connectivity, like a practice, um, just initially, so you can get it to fire. You know, the posterior chain more. And get more active in that lift. Yeah, and uh, hip thrusts are great for that too. Hip thrusts, yep. Hip thrusts are really, really good. I like to use them uh, from a correctional standpoint. We um, there's some people that use it as a a big power movement. I'm starting to see now where people are using lots of weight. A hip thrust will never replace a barbell squat. It's just not going to. Is it a good exercise? It is. From a correctional standpoint, I love them. I love having people lay on this the floor. This is not as demanding of a movement. Well, I wanted to, I wanted you to, because uh, you said some really good stuff there, and you just kind of grazed over it, where you know all the things that you were doing with the client that you're working with right now to get uh, her glutes firing more, and we're using them. These are all accessory exercises that you hear us kind of bash and talk about in other episodes, right? We talk shit about glute kicks, and we talk, but I absolutely prescribe that to some people. But this is uh, this is what's wrong with the industry is like most most people take those exercises, they market them, they wrap them up, and then they and they and they throw some gimmick behind them as like this is designed for women and to build your glutes and to do all these little glute kicks and all these you know wrap 
rubber bands around your knees and walk tube walking and do all these things. Oh my god! I the, see it everywhere. Oh, it's crazy! It's ridiculous right now, right? And or they they get on the leg press and they put the rubber band around their knees while yeah. they leg press and all this stupid stuff. It's like we use all we do all these exercises too, but they're they're designed to just to get the people to learn how to fire their yeah. glutes so they can go do an exercise that's really gonna fucking help them. Well, like a squat or a deadlift. It reminds me of the you know that post that you you know, you provided with the um, gymnastic rings where, where the guys are, are pulling up all the time and they have ridiculous biceps. Right. And so if you look at the, you know, the difference between like a pull up and, mm -hmm. and a, an arm curl, like that's, that's how I look at like hip thrusts, you know, like that's like an arm curl in, in comparison Excellent to a squat. Point. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you Less can, demanding. You, so I, I would prescribe uh, to people hip thrusts and things like hip thrusts and single leg toe touches, which are great. Single leg toe touches, you're balancing on one leg and you're doing a deadlift with one leg um, and you don't need much weight. You can do it with weight. You can do it without weight. Most people who've never done them before do fine with no weight uh, and that'll give you plenty of work. I did a combo with that on my IG. Did you see that where I did the- Are you going to backstep lunge to that? You go from your knees and you use oh, your hips yeah. to rotate up to a single leg, toe touch, and then back down. Excellent. Yeah. And these are the exercises that I'll have people do um, on the days off or, the, excuse me, not days off, but the days where they're not doing the barbell squat. So let's say you're having trouble firing your glutes and today's a big, heavy foundational workout day and we're going to do barbell squats. Instead of doing barbell squats because you're quad dominant, I'm going to have you do box squats. And in that case, you can. You can replace barbell squats with box squats for that particular scenario. Then the next day after, we're not going to do barbell squats again, but I may have you do single leg toe touches, hip thrusts, maybe some good mornings. Good mornings are great for the glutes also, especially if you can start to, if you really focus on sitting back and you know maintaining that arch in, in your back and then coming up and squeezing the glutes. Then those are the times you want to do those auxiliary exercises. But what those auxiliary exercises do isn't so much as, as build the, the glutes. Most of the building of the glutes happens with the squats and deadlifts. What those exercises are doing is it's getting those muscles to fire and become prime movers. It's, it's making that connection. You're, That's it. Yeah, you're just... You're so they're important. Yeah. You know what? I, I think of it like this, like somebody who has... Uh, and we've all had this problem. Well, not everybody, but I'm sure most people have broken an arm or been casted up before and how the body starts to atrophy. Well, part of what, what causes the atrophy, aside from you not using it, well, what, what happens on a neurological sense? On a neuro neurological sense, if you broke your left leg and you're on crutches and, a, and you're on a cast the whole time... You're well, going to recruit other muscles to be involved in the so, movement. Exactly. So now the now the brain, it, it tells... It tells you or it says okay i don't need i don't need to throw send so many neurons over to that leg because it's not being activated it's not being worked it sends them other places to get you through this so then when you start to when you pull the cast off six months later and you just decide to start walking again that's why people feel like they're all wobbly it's almost like oh this is weird for the first time again i'm stepping on this leg it's because it's the it's the neurological connection it's, it's not because you don't have enough muscle on the leg to support you walking or something well, like that it's, you know anytime you do a repetitive motion over and over again there's pathways that get developed in the brain and it's like a memory okay mm -hmm. it's literally a memory a memory of movement um and that pathway remains until uh, a new pathway is created or something else is trained. And so like Adam was saying, if I, you know, if I tore my bicep, um, let's say I tore both of my biceps and both arms, um, my body knows I still need to be able to move and lift things. So it's going to find ways to do so without using that torn bicep. And what happens over time is a new pathway will be created uh, in my brain to move in a way, in a fashion that does not involve the torn bicep, but allows me to lift, mm -hmm. you know, a box or do whatever. If when my biceps then heal, 
I don't go back to training a new pathway. That is now my default. That's my default pathway. And so what happens when people have, like Adam was saying, a sleepy butt is for whatever reason, either because they sit down all the time or because uh, maybe they all they do is long distance running or, you know, for whatever reason, they have created this pathway that that makes the glutes kind of play second fiddle and not be a prime mover or prime, you know, uh, uh, one of the prime movers in squats or any of the movements. Um, that becomes your default pathway. So then when I go to do a movement, um, my body goes straight to that default which means it's going to be dominant. Or it's going to use other muscles that are dominant, like in, 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 like we talk about with the, the quads. You have to retrain. You have to change that pathway. And the way you do that is through certain movements. You can't, here's the thing. It's very difficult to create a new pathway with heavy weight. Okay. I want to be very clear with that because mm-hmm. when I place a lot of demand on my body, my body is going to immediately default to my strongest pathway which oh, happens I'm so to be, glad you said this. Right. this is such a good point right right here, so understand. so if i'm going to go squat and i have glutes that don't fire and i'm quad dominant uh going heavier on the squat isn't going to make my my glutes you know fire more it's going to make my quads fire harder because yeah. my body has to go to the default because i am strongest within that that recruitment pattern right. whatever recruitment pattern that your brain is creating a pathway for whatever recruitment pattern that you're used to using happens to be the strongest right. recruitment pattern that you have at that moment so you can't challenge it with weight you have to correct it before you challenge it with weight so when we're doing things like hip thrusts and donkey kick you know donkey kicks and all these different exercises we're not going to fatigue we're not going to failure we're literally trying to feel and change the way the muscles fire and then when that happens when we've established that established that then we can go to the squat it's and practice, then start it's it. practice for game day yeah this, yes. this type of thinking is really what's driven me into like all these new techniques uh with isometric training and um with ways of adding more intrinsic tension uh and, and all i'm doing is i'm trying to build up my connectivity and it doesn't require that i add you know any significant load or any at all for that matter right but what i'm doing is i'm training these pathways i'm i'm building and developing uh uh this connectivity with my brain and my muscle where now you know if i'm if i'm adding max exertion you know it's it's a it's a safe way to do that uh, if, if I'm, if I'm intrinsically like increasing my tension in my muscle, uh, you know, on my own, I have a lot more control with that. And plus then now what you're doing is you're opening up this, this level that, uh, if I can increase that range as far as like how much tension I can provide, uh, to each one of these muscles, now my, uh, my lifts are going to benefit because now like I've, I've told, you know, my muscles that my capacity is now increased as far as like, you know, that, that neuromuscular connection is so much stronger to where, you know, adding more load, it's, it, it translates well to, to, to uh, uh, overcoming that. Well, I'm so glad you went that direction because this is part of what makes Maps White special is that, you know, we've incorporated moves like this 
that help strengthen and train that connection that people might look at the, as, oh, that's real basic or simple. It doesn't seem, I'm not, you know, squatting a bunch of repetitions and times. And, mm-hmm. you know, so I think a lot of people would at first glance overlook some of the movements like with the stick and stuff that are inside there, you know, the isolation movements that are created in there and not realize what you're really doing. And then this, this also takes to like how we talk about on the forum and places that this is how you evolve our programs is let's say I have somebody who's doing maps white now and they're really want, they're really wanting, they, they, they don't fire their glutes. This is a great way to take specific exercises, isolation yep. exercises that we've incorporated in there for the glute, because that is your primary goal is you are just trying to get this, these glutes to work and fire properly before. And like when I said it's practice for game day, mm-hmm. what I meant by that is like, when we're doing all these auxiliary movements, we're doing the isolation stuff like Justin's saying, or we're doing the, the exercises like Sal saying, like the glute kicks and things like that. It's practice. And game day is the fucking squat and deadlifts. That's right. when you get to the heavy squatting, the heavy deadlifting, that's nothing is going to give you more bang for your buck when it comes to building the butt. But if you don't put all the practice in for game day, you're, you're not going to, you're not well, going to, it's a completely different mentality too, just to put it out there. Like, you know, like there's, there's active and there's passive sort of ways to, uh, address uh, exercises and you know when we just focus on uh, overcoming load what we're, we're really doing that in some sense of it is up in a passive way right if I'm just if I'm trying to just get into like a position and then drive up out of that position uh, versus you know creating tension and then maintaining tension through the entire uh, repetition you know think about how much more control you're gonna have in the second. But think about it this way. Okay, here's a good analogy. Um, if I have a typewriter and I've always only ever used my index fingers to type, like all of us, the first time we all learned how to type, we don't learn how to type with all of our fingers. We do the two the two finger poke, right? And let's say I got really good at that and I can go 40 words per minute. And then Adam comes over and says, no, 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 no. It's all wrong. It's all wrong. You got to use all your fingers. Go as fast as you can. I'm going to be much faster with my two fingers because that's the way I've always I've always done it. That's yeah, my pathway. Great that's analogy. my default. Great analogy right there. I'm going to have to slow my the fuck down. I have to slow down and learn how to type properly before I can blow past what I did before with two fingers. Now that I'm doing the better technique, yeah. and that's what you're doing with these movements is you're you're you have to slow down, lighten the load, feel the muscle firing, get to the point where things you start to feel the way that they're supposed to work, create that new recruitment pattern. Then you go and you start lifting heavy weights with your squats and your deadlifts, and boom, your glutes develop. That's such a great analogy on yeah. so many levels because even there, it is possible somebody with two fingers could get really fast if you got fucking good at it, right? right. Just like somebody who is super quad dominant could still be a strong squatter. Of course, mm-hmm. you could still squat, you know, be a chick and squat two twenty five and not ever fill your ass. You know, but it doesn't mean that you're efficient at what you're doing, and you're probably at. And your, you'll be a better squatter if yes, you got yeah. it to fire when you when yeah, you're when, limiting your your ability. You are limiting. Term. A lot of people don't realize that the the this glutes the strongest muscle in your lower half for sure. That the glute it once it's learned once you teach it's not it, the strongest body muscle in the whole body. I mean, I would I would think it is right? it yeah, is absolutely be. yeah the glutes are by far so that's my tongue. <laughs> what so what once you really learn to fire it properly because it should be the prime mover you're gonna. You will see your squat go up just like you will eventually see the, the typewriter speed go way beyond the 40, but it may take a while before you even catch up. Right. And I'll tell you this, like the number one, number one thing, there's two two body parts that people will comment that they get the most development from doing uh, MAPS red, uh, MAPS anabolic, and that's the glutes and the back. 
by far, I get the most comments from people saying, my ass is totally developing differently in my back. And this is both from men and women. Mm-hmm. But that's because those are your... Your frequency of our, our, our compound movements. Yeah, those are your strong muscles. Like Those yeah. are the muscles that make you a strong person, are your back and your ass. And if you're doing these compound movements and you're doing it right, and we've incorporated box squats and, and maps, anabolic maps, right? And uh, all of our... All of our MAPS programs uh, takes all these things into account. But if you do a MAPS program, any of them, you're going to get developed glutes because uh, your hips and your glutes are one of the most important muscles in your body. In fact, Mm -hmm. I would venture to say it's probably the most important muscle in the body when it comes to total function yeah, if you if it's you, so centric to everything like i mean your your back is affected you know your knees like like you go down your legs all the way to your feet are affected by your hips so it, you know like everything that's so supporting your spine you know in a sense like like all of your basic mechanics like it, ba- it all revolves around your hips basically the bigger the butt the better your life that's true I mean, that's <laughs> very true <laughs> that's don't, pretty much how it works yeah, don't forget <laughs> that yeah, just make sure it's muscle yeah. uh, no no i it's uh it's something that I think that um, it's the fucking fitness history has taken it and and twisted the shit out of it, of which course. is what, an, what what annoys me is, you know, I, I think there's a lot of people right now that do a lot of, I see it all, I don't know, every day I see at least 10 in the gym when I'm in there uh, and I look over and I see, you know, and it's, it's mostly girls because girls are focused on building their butt. They're also normally the ones that are concerned about not getting this big bulky muscle. So they do these exercises that like you know get hooking your leg you got hooking your leg on the cables and doing like the like spending like 45 minutes doing yeah. five different variations yes they do that. like i see them do like four or five different exercises like that now like i said we make we give a lot of shit to those or we talk a lot of shit about those but yet we still would utilize them because that person who's doing i know for a fact right i know they're doing it and in their mind they think that that was a good solid workout for them because they did all these different exercises for their glutes when in reality we reality we would just look at that as like auxiliary work neurological work that's going to set them up for having a successful yeah. squat yeah they're activating it but you know, yes, it's, it's minimal in comparison. Very, very, very minimal. And if they're not doing the the real work, the fa- like what, what our foundational days are all about, which is like your squatting, your deadlifting movements like that, you're going to see very minimal. And do can you do glute kicks and donkey kicks and cable fucking things all day to try and build the ass and see a difference? Sure, you see a little bit. You know what I'm yeah. saying? You, you could definitely, it's, it's working the muscle. It's not like it's not working the muscle. But oh man, if you can learn to fire your glutes properly and, and then squat, squat heavy uh, and deadlift heavy, oh, yeah. shit. You know what's another? You'll supersede the work you did in those little donkey kick shit for five years. You'll supersede that in weeks. Well, I'll tell you this. Here, here's, here's your basic. Here is your absolute basic bare bones. If you, you know, besides enrolling in one of our programs, you just want some basic you know advice. Here's here it is: uh, barbell squat once a week. Deadlift once a week. Those are your heavy, hard workouts. Maybe do, if you're going to work out a third day a week heavy, do some backstep lunges. Backstep lunges will hit the glutes. And then on the days in between, pick do those small exercises we're talking about. Yeah, do but those, treat those, those extra. When you do those, I, I that's an off day. You know, Have that in your mind. This is not a working day. If I'm doing, if I'm on the ground doing floor bridges and butterflies and doing all these little glute kick things, Th- that that can be done as active recovery. It's That's so, what I'm saying. So weak. Exactly. No, I know what you're saying. I just yeah. want people to understand what, what whale you tails. what you what are whale tails? Is that even yeah, a thing? They lean over the ball and they. Oh, is that a whale tail? That's what they. Call I thought it. a whale tail was one of the thongs stuck out of the pants. Yeah. Well, that actually Both. looks like a whale tail. Yeah. What? What he just said. I never. Yeah. I never even. I've never even heard it called Shamu. that. Before. 
Yeah. I see the. I just saw that in the gym literally two days ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whale tails. Did you? Yeah. I have yet to do. We'll, we'll call it that. Yeah. We, we what about reverse again. hypers, man? Mm-hmm. Well, that's like a whale tail with some weight. It, it is. It's yeah. good. Those I have, are, I have those are money. That's money for the. I need you to show me how to use the machine. The, yeah. the, the legit one for that. Well, for sure. I have yet to do them. They have it. They have it at the new golds. I use it. I've tried it's still an accessory tool. Yeah. Like, yeah, just like yeah, I do it, and it works. Oh yeah, right, dude, hip bridging. It. I mean, it's the same same thing. Yeah, thrusters. you know what else is a good glute builder? This is if you're fit enough to do it. Uh, short uphill sprints. Mm-hmm. Short uphill sprints will get you your glutes to fire pretty hard, mm-hmm. uh, rather than just straight sprints. Well, okay, that's okay. Yep. So, getting your I just did this the tip at uh, Orange Theory the other day um, about understanding central nervous system, and I and I was using your analogy with the whole amplifier and speaker. And you know, we always every time you lift weights or you work out, you know, there's obviously you're incorporating the central nervous system. It doesn't we don't work without it, right? So it's not like it's not getting worked at all. But there's certain things that we do that require more demand on it and plyometrics or explosive movements is one of those Mm -hmm. heavy lifting we talk about that is a huge thing for cns but so is explosiveness and plyo and this is also how i would use plyos and that that mentality this is like what you just said what you're doing is doing sprinting up the hill like that is you are putting a larger neurological demand on the glutes you may not be doing a huge weight demand but you're gonna you're gonna strengthen that cns connection more than anything else which that's an awesome well, thing. Well, it increases, to do. yeah, that speed of connectivity. Like you want it, you don't want to be able to recruit it with even more lightning fast speed. And that's, I mean, I guess that's somewhat of the, the, the point I was trying to bring up with isometric, like going for max exertion with that. You know, it, it like if you're not really squeezing, you know, at your highest ability neurologically, you know, I, you know, you're, you're not, you're doing a disservice to your muscle and, and its ability. Well, you know, the, the important factor though here, okay. So if you got somebody who is quad dominant and they have a very hard time firing the glutes, you know, plyometric work, I'm not the biggest fan of. Not yet. yet. Not yet. No. Because yeah. it's you, too high of a demand. It is. T- it's going to go right to that default recruitment pattern. So, That's it. Yeah. And why, what made me want to respond to that right now, I'm, I know somebody who has, who has a heart, has more quad dominant. She takes my class. And um, so when she runs, I can see it in her running pattern. Yeah. She runs on her quads. Right. She pedals with her with her quads when she runs on the treadmill. You'll, you'll with people like that. You'll also see them have typically they'll, they'll be really developed calves. Yeah, you'll see calves oh, yeah. and quads. That's what she has. Mm-hmm. She's got unbelievable calves and she's got these dominant quads. And it's and she's and what she doesn't realize is that the running is doing a disservice to her too because totally. it's con- it's oh, something yeah. you do she's every jumping. Gym. That's all. It's going to reiterate that yeah. she's just constantly reinforcing that recruitment pattern. Yeah, by running. I'm oh, over right. here saying I want you to do these glute these you know glute kicks and doing all these little auxiliary work to try and f- f- figure that neurological then you go hop on a treadmill and then you go run for 30 and minutes race it. and then you go yeah you send the <laughs> yeah. neurological connection back to the right. old the old pathway that we're trying to fucking just destroy all incline like slow it's it's literally right that's a good tip right there yeah. that's yep. a good if you're somebody who's in taking like an or- we have a lot of listeners that take orange theory and stuff and this this is someone you you would be better off taking like a you know doing a long strided walk yep. on the treadmill than, yep. you, than you would be by running or jogging on yep. that for sure yep totally uh, go to mindpumpmedia.com. That's where we have all of our programs available. Our MAPS programs are on there. Um, great glute developers, that's for sure. And you can also leave us a five-star rating and review on iTunes. Check us out on Instagram at Mind Pump Radio. You can find me at Mind Pump Sal. Adam is at Mind Pump Adam. And Justin is at Mind Pump Justin. Thank you for listening to Mind Pump. If your goal is to build and shape your body, dramatically improve your health and energy, and maximize your overall performance, 
check out our discounted RGB Super Bundle at mindpumpmedia.com. The RGB Super Bundle includes MAPS Anabolic, MAPS Performance, and MAPS Aesthetic. Nine months of phased expert exercise programming designed by Sal, Adam, and Justin to systematically transform the way your body looks, feels, and performs. With detailed workout blueprints and over 200 videos, the RGB Super Bundle is like having Sal, Adam, and Justin as your own personal trainers, but at a fraction of the price. The RGB Super Bundle has a full 30-day money-back guarantee, and you can get it now plus other valuable free resources at mindpumpmedia.com. If you enjoy this show, please share the love by leaving us a five-star rating and review on iTunes and by introducing Mind Pump to your friends and family. We thank you for your support, and until next time, this is Mind Pump. Mind Pump.